Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Risa. I'm stoked to be here. Also known as Ariana and we're the Coaster Sisters and this is our podcast. Just as a reminder, uh, this podcast is rated T for Teen for strong language and mature themes. And, and, and weird dances. And and for weird dances. For weird <laughs> um, dances. <laughs> if you don't want weird dances in your Nancy Drew or Garfield podcast, um, that's right, two episodes worth of Garfield jokes, um, <laughs> then please head on over to her's very own podcast, Unlocked, where they talk exclusively about Nancy <laughs> Drew and Nancy Drew-themed shit. Very true. So um, true. So what are we going to talk about now, sister, today, well, on this fine episode, number 37? Um, oh shit, who was it who suggested? Nancy-who. Nancy-who, on Tumblr, suggested that today we talk about um, how we feel about the different writers of the different games. Which, hey guys, um, if you didn't know, uh, I, Ariana, am a writing person. A writing person. <laughs> a writing Not an author. Person. A writing no. person. No. A writing person. Therefore, I have very strong opinions. So, thankfully, Nancy, who broke this down for us on the different writers for different games. Apparently, this is something that people talk about a lot in the community. So, that's, that's wonderful. good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad um, people are talking about it so they're not just like the Nancy Drew writers. They actually know their names, which is great. Right. Good to know. Yeah, no, that was, that was very helpful to, like, actually... Uh, form our thoughts and opinions and I hadn't really realized the stylings of each one and so as soon as I saw the breakdowns like oh shit those sense. stylings are super obvious yeah um so yeah let's um let's start start from the very beginning yeah from the very Do beginning a very good place to start secrets can kill the original <laughs> written by secrets can kill secrets can kill <laughs> they can. <laughs> they can kill. Um. Okay. So, Secrets Can Kill is written by Anna Rother and Lisa Smith. Um. Not much to say about the first game, the original. Pretty um. Little. Because it wasn't very good. It wasn't. It the, was. It was not. The dialogue is stilted at best. Um. Ad- additionally. Additionally. What's his name? Who's at the diner? Daryl. Superbly rapey. Um, (laughs) Hadn't really realized it. Superbly, like, no. Yeah, he's he's really creepy. Um, Also, it's a very classic mystery in the fact that there's no way to guess who did it because you don't meet him until the end when he gets tackled. When he's a shadow person. Yeah. So that's how we feel about that. We feel was covered by the play and movie Murder by Death. Much better. Yeah. Yes. Very, very funny. Anyway, moving forward. Let's see. Mm. Uh, Stay tuned for danger is just Robert Rydell. 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 And um. Stay tuned for danger is weird. It's 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 a weird game. That it doesn't make very much sense. Uh, then we move forward I've to. Never understood Dwayne's Dwayne's motivations whatsoever in either oh. game he's in. I don't know, man. Dwayne is an enigma wrapped in a potato. Um, 
<laughs> I prefer mine. Um, <laughs> then there's um, Robert Rydell and Kate Rydell who do um, Message in a Haunted Mansion. Which is not a bad game by any means. I honestly, that's, I love that game. Um, but it is super bland. It is the mashed potatoes of games. I was that going it's, to say it's very milk toast. Apparently I am very into potatoes right now. Um, <laughs> it's, never mind. It's just a thing. Continue. <laughs> um, uh, but no, but I think my favorite part about it is, is mostly it's historical tidbits and it has some fun ghosty stuff. But yeah, um, bland characters, bland dialogue. It's just Message in Haunted Mansions. Not a Nancy Drew at its best, albeit no. I still have a soft spot for it. Yeah. Next two uh, were written by Aaron Brown. So Treasure in the Royal Tower and Final Scene. Treasure in the Royal Tower. Again, soft spot for it. Yes. It's the first one we ever finished. However, um, it is not very good. It's not super exciting or memorable. The dialogue is stilted. I mean, that's partially at, just yes, the yeah. That's partially the voice actor's issue. I'm looking at you, Lisa. Okay, yeah, Whoever, very good point. I just, but at the same time, it's like you can only do so much with certain dialogue. Like, what are you supposed to do? Um, but at the same time, it gave us Professor Hotchkiss, and she does wonders with the dialogue, which I don't know if that's, like, the actress just happened to, like, go off script, and they went, Shh, no, we're just gonna let her go. Yeah. <laughs> Lonnie, Lonnie, can you just, can you just react? I mean, I guess. Yeah, just react. <laughs> <laughs> what does couscous? she mean by we the hot thing? don't have any couscous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to this. Pretty much. But yeah. Yeah, and like, there's some, there's an almost good backstory, mm-hmm. like Dexter's stuff, but too bad he then has no actual, there's, there's like... There's nothing from it. No. Like, he like we... He's not a touching character, really, as is. Yeah. So it's just like... So we learn it, and it's interesting, and it's like, oh, poor baby, but then there's, like, nothing comes of it. So it's like, okay, let's torch the, the library. I don't care anymore. Pretty much. Um, and then final scene, um, the opposite with the old person is that he's an interesting villain. Yeah. Uh, villain, quote-unquote, and that he's a crazy person and it's so depressing and it's a very interesting twist the characters are stereotypical but still very much themselves just very stilted though i mean we get some great lines as you know don't let the turkeys get you down don't take any wooden nickels fight the man that was fight the power whatever fight the power um Whichever uh, it is, it's like, wow. Cool beans. Cool beans. That's where we got cool beans from, sister. It is. Do you remember that? Yep. Cool beans. Cool beans. We got a lot of people saying that, actually, when we it were did. younger. Yeah. We, um, got, we were terrible people, and we just in, just inserted things into people's minds by saying them at, like, good times. We did. Yeah. Um, it was there kinda... are a lot of things that it's like, 
whoops, <laughs> we kind of made those things happen. Um, but <laughs> so the dialogue is really sloppy and generic and oh my God, Simone's dialogue is just You're terrible. Sassy. I hate Simone's dialogue so much. Yeah. It's, it's so blech. Yeah. It but at the same time. Like a person would say it. At the same time, it fits that kind of person, that 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 overdoing it person that you know you meet, especially in in the arts, who's not an actual artistic person, but a hanger on who exploits the abilities of artistic people. Ah, okay, we'll pretend opportunist. Um, but <laughs> she's exploitative, definitely. Yeah. But uh, so it's so it's at the same time it's moderately realistic while also being terrible and sloppy and just a caricature. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the next writer in the series, um, Anne Collins Ludwig was by far the most prolific Nancy Drew game writer. She wrote, um, from so many games, (laughs) like all the way from, uh, Ghost Dogs of Moon Lake. Oh, wow. We didn't even talk about Secret of the Scarlet Hand with... Um, I didn't want to. Yeah, true. I purposely so, did not cover that one. Anne Collins Ludwig did all the way from Ghost Dogs of Moon Lake up until um, Trail of the Twister. Which, I feel like when you get towards the end of that, she sort of... It's like, oh, okay. She felt the end was coming. Um, but we'll start towards the beginning. Um, ones that I felt were... I listed the ones that I felt were um, worth mentioning. Yeah. So um, there are some games that just aren't... Like, there are some on here that you didn't list that I would like to list. Okay. Creature of Kapu Cave is one that I would put in that makes zero sense. Um, <laughs> like, it there are some of these... Some of these, like, make very little sense. Like, you say... Uh, I would put it in, in with uh, Last Train to Blue Moon Canyon and Danger by Design, which are just, they're weird. They make a little sense, but they are at least interesting. Yeah. It's like, I kind of get invested in what's going on. At the end of the game, it doesn't make very much sense, but mm-hmm. I had fun along the way. Those of you in the, the chat can maybe see. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, my, uh, I wrote a ton of notes on all of these things, so... I thought very long and hard about this shit. Um, but yeah, you'll notice that I skipped uh, Ghost Dogs of Moon Lake, and I also skipped uh, Haunted Carousel. Um. <laughs> because they don't have very much to them. They were warm-up games. Warm-ups. They were Jeez. definitely warm-ups. They were warm-ups. Because then she immediately goes into uh, Danger on Deception oh, yeah. Island. Oh Which... no, my even Shadow Ranch. I, I I did get a little bit confused in these ones, and I accidentally wrote the wrong order. I can't remember which one comes first. It may be Shadow Ranch. Um, but um, either one. Either way, they okay. They're both good. They're both good. Um, so we've got out of all of hers, Shadow Ranch and Crystal Skull are ones that we find the least flaws with. We or they personally. Have... When I was writing them, uh, <laughs> they have I find the least flaws with good plots, motives that mostly make sense. Yeah, I'm gonna say mostly makes sense. Um, 
Uh, Shorty, not 100%, um, but I do understand that he's motivated by wanting to get, you know, Money. gold. I don't understand the whole mineral thing. Um, mineral thing, but... But Will, it at least has, they have good dialogue, good mm-hmm. characters. Um, yeah. I mean, there are some, it, every game has someone who's bland. And in this case, in Shadow Ranch, it's it's, it's our cowboy friend, Dave. It's our, it's our cowboy Dave. He doesn't have very much personality other than being cute cowboy. He and you doesn't. know what? We forgive that. Because, because he's a cowboy. There are those guys that exist. And it's like, oh, what's he like? Um, He is a cute cowboy. That's it. He's good to his mama. He's good to his mama. I mean, like, <laughs> like both of those games, very good. We enjoy them quite a bit. Yes. Dandron Deception Island, we're just going to go down a little bit. It's a good game. It has a great story, but the dialogue is just... It's terrible. The characters are inexplicable, honestly. Yeah. Um, like, the only one that I can honestly see redeeming qualities in is, obviously, Hilda. Um, she's fantastic, and I see zero flaws in her other than the fact that she's a crazy person living alone on an island. But sh- no, I will not say that as you a flaw, would. <laughs> because I appreciate that as in a person. Uh, I see that as goals, not flaws. Life goals? Um, but everybody else, it's like, why are you doing this? Um, who was bland and danger by design? Um, Heather. Um, honestly, I think they're all fairly bland. They're all very, uh, um, flat. I think that's my issue with characters. They're very flat, which is my thing. Um, it's not so much that they lack personality, so much that they lack originality, I think, is my thing. I think they're, um, some of them are just a list of quirks. Yeah. Um, like, oh, 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 what's, what's his face? Um, Chocnard? Yes. Uh, what, 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 what's his thing? Oh, well, he's, you know, eccentric French. and, and French and he's moderately flamboyant and it's like, yeah, okay. Um, Dieter is a photographer. Dieter, and that's the sad, Dieter's the one that makes me sad because it's like. He actually liked her. He's, <laughs> he's just a, he's just a simple boy. He's just, <laughs> he's doing his best. I liked her so much. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, sweet sorry, baby. Bud. You're sorry. you're going to get screwed over by all kinds of smart people. And so, yeah. And, and JJ just pisses me off. You don't like Jing Jing. I, I hate JJ. And I can't 100% tell you why. She just, <laughs> she's that, that personality that really grates with me. Really? Because she reminds me a lot of one of your best friends. Yeah, Sarah. Yeah, yes. she definitely reminds me of Sarah. She reminds me um, very much of Sarah. <laughs> but at the same time, not the Sarah that I love. Ah, uh, yes. Very true. So, yeah. Uh, I love my best friends, but then I also know that if I were to meet them ex- ex- outside of my life, I would not like them. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. You had a lot of years, you know, working up to them, being yeah. who they are at this point. So yeah, I was a warm them endearing. <laughs> JJ, you just come straight in and it's like, fuck you. Pretty much. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like the same feeling about, like, Last, Last Turn of Blue Moon Canyon. It's like everyone's mm-hmm. just kind of like, they're personalities, but they're, they're I mean, there's not compelling. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I was very disappointed about Charlena herself. I was super disappointed about Charlena because it's like, I don't know, we, we built her up to be this this thing. And it's like, oh. And I was like, oh. She's, a, uh, she's not very interesting. I think I built her up to be Tamara Pierce in my brain. Yeah. And then she, and then like I met Tamora Pierce and she was awesome. And then I met Charlene Purcell and she was not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so those are and the. Then, and then, um, let's see. Haunting of Castle Malloy. Haunting of Castle Malloy is an enigma. I feel like I've used that word a lot tonight, but at the same time, um, it's, it's, it, it's a weirdly, it's an interesting game. It has an interesting backstory, but everything else is weird. <laughs> it's just kind of odd. I, I can't put my and finger on it. there's just some stuff that just never really made sense to me. And it was very, um, insensitive. Um. <laughs> to the Irish troubles. Yeah. Which always <laughs> kind of bothered me. But, See, I wonder why Denal doesn't like English people. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. It's like we're in Ireland or something. It's weird. It's like Ireland has some troubles with England. Maybe that can't be right, right? No. And then the fact that they make the one actual Irish character, right? The actual Irish character into a drunk. That's um, <laughs> incredibly <laughs> offensive. <laughs> and like his entire theme music it's called drops of brandy so yeah it's just a little offensive and old lady jetpacks just that being that being a plot point (laughs) old lady jetpacks and (laughs) i mean yeah pretty much that yeah, pretty much. Encapsulates the weirdness, I yeah. think. <laughs> I feel like that's probably the part that I couldn't quite put my finger on. <laughs> Old lady jetpacks. Where is I she mean... getting the fuel for it? After you know, eighty years or so, or what? Not eighty years, you know what I mean? Me and no. But yeah. <laughs> so those are the problems that I have with um, uh, what's her name? Fiona. No. The writer. Oh, and Colin Collins Ludwig. Uh, so then we go into the era of Nick Blahanka. Well, we didn't we didn't cover Warnings of Waverly Oh, Academy. I'm sorry. I apologize. Warnings, Warnings of Waverly Academy and Trill of the Twister. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we go on to... No, no. Okay. So it's like, what the fuck was happening here, sweetheart? <laughs> yeah. I... Again, I feel like this is her seeing the end of the tunnel and she's like, eh, whatever, man. Yeah, I'm Trail Twister is literally one of my least favorite games. Um mm-hmm. it's forgettable. It's boring. It's and then, it's it's literally it feels like a chore to play the it game. It is a hundred percent a chore. Um and then Warren's Away Waverly Academy, as much as I like it, it's still weird and it's 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 off kilter and it's like what are we what am I doing here? Who Warren's are these Waverly people? Academy? These are has so many plot holes that I covered while I was playing it. Um, <laughs> first of all, Kim and Rachel will not get over that. Makes no sense. Hate it. Um, second, what is Corinne going to do with that manuscript? 
why is she doing all of this shit for that manuscript? In all fairness. It doesn't make any sense. Why is she? She's literally trying to scare off the valedictorian, not because she wants to be valedictorian, but because she wants them away so she can get the manuscript. Yeah. It's like there was almost a reason, an actual motive, and then they decided to not go with that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't... That's how we feel about those games. So now, moving on. Okay! <laughs> to the era of... Nick, Nick Blahunka. Blahunka. So I don't know how to say his last name. Me so neither. So we're just going to call him Nick. Nick so. here is real depressing. <laughs> real depressing. Like, the majority of the games that he did were depressing. Had really, though? some sort of depressing element to Which, them. In all fairness, are some of my favorite games. But yeah, I mean... It's like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> like, I feel like with with his games, we started out with some really good actual fleshed out stories and more fleshed out characters. Um, we got some more interesting humor to go along with them. Things, jokes that actually hit made me actually laugh. Yeah, um, I feel like he, he definitely hit more of our personally our demographic of of weird darkly humored kind of sad people yeah i mean and that's kind of like the older nancy drew fans like yeah 100 (laughs) percent. that's what i meant by our generation (laughs) um but i also feel like the other things that came with his writing were the dialogue just starts feeling like we're in an episode of Gilmore Girls. Everyone's talking really fast. They're really witty. They have all the right things to say. And there's a bunch of pop culture references. In all fairness, <clears throat> Nancy takes forever to say things. So they have forever to, <laughs> you have to think of a witty <laughs> so You have to think of something. Yeah. Yep. Um, except for Akai, who does not have any time because it takes Which is her... why she's never witty. True. Like because it starts her... out with, with. My husband would have loved you. Because he liked people who asked questions. Too many questions. <laughs> this is like a backhanded compliment, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, um I, I discovered on my on my playthrough I do deeply love Takai. <laughs> like, shit. This bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Shadow at Water's Edge is where we start getting a very like in my opinion, in all of the games, this is the most fleshed out plot in 100. any of the games. It actually has a full story. Things make sense. I don't like some of the things that they make sense, but I like that they make sense. And it doesn't only make sense in the things that they actually legitimately tell us, but it's also the things that they don't tell us. It's it, it, very interesting. One of the things that I think um, is interesting about Nick's writing is he does a lot of telling us without telling us. So there's the things that we have personally like um, inferred, the things yeah. that we have inferred from his writing, like um, in, in uh, Shadow at Water's Edge, it, the, the things that Reese and I have inferred, which is that, you know, Marianne, uh, not Marianne. That, well, okay. There's that, Kasumi. but no, I mean, Kasumi was suicidal yeah. and um, it was very depressed. She was very depressed and all that stuff. And so it's a lot of saying things without saying things. He's yeah. very good at just hinting at this stuff with, with certain nuanced writings. It's 
Yeah. Very interesting. And everyone takes a different thing from yes. a lot yes, of yes, his yes. games as well. Speci- specifically with um, Shout Out Water's Edge. A lot of people don't agree with us. They don't. They think it was just an right. accident. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, in which case, it's it's very interesting that she just predicted that accident. Yeah. Because she was very prepared for it. Yeah, she was she like, was if like, this happened, then I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I I am very prepared to accidentally slip prepared. on the rocks and then drown. <laughs> but yeah, um, so there's a lot of things that are said without saying them, and I like that so much. Um, some of the other games, um, and Tomb. Yeah, Tomb of the Lost Queen has some great characters, but then some not great characters. Some good dialogue, some bad I dialogue. Think they're all okay. What What do you think aren't great characters? Lily. At Dylan. the same time, though, she's a very real person. We've known her. That's we haven't true. known Lily's. Um, uh, I just feel like they're not. If I'm going to have a character in, in something, I don't want it to be that her. I feel like Risa doesn't like this character because it resonated too much with who she was at the time. Ow! She's flipping me off. Do you guys see this? Oh no, the listeners don't see shit. Um, <laughs> no, but I feel like they're very fleshed out characters and um, it's a great concept. But honestly, my favorite thing about it, other than the fact that it's in Egypt and I love Egyptology, so there's that. Um, but my favorite thing is Jamila's family history that we get. Yeah. That is fucking great. Also, just Jamila in general. <laughs> giving us just that character. Everything for me. I love her. I think she's we also get to I talk to Hotchkiss in this game. We do. We do. This is one of our Hotchkiss games. Which is A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, we start kind of faltering a little bit. Deadly Device. It's a game. It's fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy the Tesla parts. I enjoy... That's not how physics Ryan. works. Ryan. It's, it's not, not how, how physics any works. Of that works. It's not. I'm it, still trying it, to get... Andrew to do that one with me, but it, he says definitely, absolutely not. So it really hits me in the science. It makes me very upset because if nothing else, I may not be super scientific, but electricity is something that I very much understand. <laughs> that is my thing. And yes. um, I, I okay, just side note, really funny. When oh, I was, the resonator. Sorry, I when I was making Andrew play this with me, um, and it comes to the Faraday cage part and everything, and he goes. It would be really interesting if they put you in a Faraday cage. I wonder what would happen. <laughs> because I, my entire life, have been very, very sensitive to electricity and magnets. Yes. And no one has ever been able to explain why. I was mm-hmm. like, if I was a biophysicist, I would love to do tests on you. In actuality, your boyfriend is a biophysicist and he has just been pretending so that he can do tests on you. No. You need to look around. You need to look around your apartment and see what he's. <laughs> then he's going really deep undercover with it's the astronomy aspect. Aspect because like, it's like he's like, I'll do papers. Fine. Yeah, I'm I know. Long. It's like he's been published. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so undercover. I've been published with my yeah. fake concepts. He actually makes those in Photoshop. <laughs> he's like, look, I was published. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> so that's where we, uh, start to draw the line where we're like, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, Nick, don't. So basically, Nick, don't touch science. 
actually, I think is my thing here because story aspects, Nick has a a, a great grasp. I think he has a good grasp very on good. family he's, dynamics. Family dynamics, care, study. He he definitely has people. Yeah. So he shouldn't touch science at all. Just keep away from it. Just stop touching my people. science. <laughs> stick with people. I think is the best thing to do. Um, because next one goes to Thornton Hall, like we were talking about earlier tonight, last episode. You know, a it's plus. a good, yeah, A-plus game. Weird, depressing, fleshed out characters, intriguing dialogue. It just, it goes it's, all the way. It uh, It's because it is more of a character piece than anything else. And in that it's a great character piece. It is a super character piece. It's great in how people interact. It's great in how uh, society reacts to certain individuals. It's great yeah. in looking at what kind of society Southern um, people are. You know, yeah. I, that's, that was a bad way of wording it, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's great. All of that is wonderful. Just don't touch science. Yeah, because then then we get into to, to silent spy, <laughs> which Ariana just says let's call it a draw. But I'm more in depth. Half the characters were interesting. Half of them were not. I just don't care. I couldn't get myself to care about Kate as a person because I felt like she just was terrible. Um, <laughs> You know, I, fairness. I felt I, bad, more bad for the people who lost Kate than I felt any sort of actual yeah. emotion for Kate. Like, but that's that's where I'm putting it. The story made little sense. The dialogue was mostly okay and interesting. And mm-hmm. I liked the stuff that went on. The family dynamics with Carson and Ned and Nancy. That's what I liked best about the game. That was good. Uh, I like Carson, Ned, Nancy, and Boira. Um... I honestly could not, for the life of me, remember uh, what's his fuck um, Ewan? from the. No, no, you and I remember Alec. Thank you, Alex. Shit, don't really remember. If I actually, it's Alec and Ewan that I really don't get in the game. Um, yeah. I understand Samantha Quick, you know, whatever her. Um, <laughs> I understand her, and I get, I get her motives and everything like that. So all that's great. It's the dudes that I don't get. Those Zoe two. Wolf. That's what it is. Zoe. Zoe Wolf Bridget. It's not her real name either, so oh. I don't really care. But um, Spy Girl. <laughs> so all of those people I, I like and I – sorry, I have the hiccups now. And I understand and and all that shit. But um, Alec and you and I, I'm like, eh, they could have not been here and I would have been fine. But at the same time, I guess you and his – the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so it would have been better if it had actually just been. No, wait. I'll save it. I'll save it for when we talk about spy. For when we talk about point. spy. Okay. Okay. I have a crackpot <laughs> theory. All right. Um, but then it just dropped off. It dropped off a cliff. <laughs> it dropped off a cliff and fell onto rocks, and we got washed away yeah. because shattered medallion and labyrinth of lies make no sense. Okay, okay, okay. Once again, I can at least defend... Okay, no, they're no, definitely... You cannot char- defend no, Shattered okay. Medallion. <laughs> they're character-based. 
it, it's just he stopped caring about storylines. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like these ones, he uh, so like I remember characters from um, Labyrinth of Lies. Um, everything else is weird, but I remember the characters. <laughs> See, I and I definitely remember everything about Shatter Medallion because the characters are great. And 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 the story makes zero sense, but the characters are wonderful and just like fleshed out, and they don't understand their surrounding any more than we do. <laughs> they are just as in the dark as we are, but you know, <clears throat> yeah. That... Labyrinth of Lies. Honestly, I have zero excuses for. It's just I have bad. So it's bad. I don't understand it. I'm sorry. It's it's bad. It makes no sense. Any of what they're doing, none of it makes sense. So okay. he started off really, really strong and then ended really just, just... Which seems to be a thing for the, the two of them who, who have been long-term writers. Yep. Um, he went on to do... Because uh, I, I found his LinkedIn, actually. And <laughs> he went on to another... Um, because honestly, I wanted to make sure that it was the right gender that I was referring to. Um, okay. So he went on to um, do more video game stuff. He seems to be doing okay. very happily. Um, but <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what happened here. He seemed less motivated to actually, you know, yeah. have a coherent storyline. Pretty much. So. And then that brings us to just last our last writer so far, Katie Kyronas, who did Sea of Darkness and was supposed to be the writer for uh, Midnight in Salem. She wrote out an entire first draft of the script and then she was let go with all of the other um, people on the writing and art departments that were let go. Um, What was it, three years ago now? Shit, man. Yeah, Yeah, I get, no. No, No, um, less less than that. It's almost three. It's almost three years ago at this point. Um. So, Two and a Sea half. of Darkness um, <sighs> is a thing. I think that the... I don't remember. I, I'm going to be honest here. I don't remember a majority of it. Like, I remember the characters existing. I remember there being very interesting dialogue. Um, I remember the dog. Yep. And well, that's definitely. it. Like, um, story-wise, I don't remember any of it. I... Okay. So... Dialogue was okay. Their motivations made no sense. Um, yeah. Like, honestly, I... I'm just, everyone treated me like an outsider <laughs> because I came from other town, so I ki- kidnapped Magnus and... We, <laughs> forced him to like, did, look I, for I kept, treasure? <laughs> I stopped him from looking for treasure so I could find the treasure. I, I don't... You know, it all gets really, it just gets really fuzzy. Everybody treat me like an outsider, so I did something kind of vague. It's not really clear. Um, just, just, just put on a different sweater and maybe people will be okay with you. Yeah, I mean, and then the weird relationship stuff with Ned, which was like, I don't know, I didn't like it. Because I feel like they're, they're forcing weird, um, they started forcing weird, um, relationship stuff with ned on captive curse <clears throat> yeah from there it's i don't know it's weird shit that uh, i don't know 
because they realized that people were starting to question and and then they also realized at some point that yeah they that ned and nancy were kind of an off and again off again in the books yeah. and um so it was like oh you know what it's okay if we kind of have them sort of on the rocks but then they were like no this has to be a fucking established relationship so and they couldn't really part of it is just because the people on the like the forums were just really really yeah. strongly against anyone other than ned if there were games like Stand- there were games where an- anyone else flirted with Nancy and we couldn't talk to Ned, people were up in <laughs> arms about it. Like holy shit, people were yeah. so upset. Um, people are really crazy. Weird. People are cray cray. They they can be. Um, yeah. But I just feel like it got really weird in Sea of Darkness um, because for me they made him kind of emotionally manipulative with some of it. And that was very, yeah, very out of character bit. for Ned. He was super. He's never been like that before. And so it just becomes this weird, like you like snooping more than you like me. And it's like, yeah, it, it was the opposite of what I like from Ned. Yeah. What I like about Ned is that he's honestly, okay. I'm going to say it. What I like about Ned is that he's too good for Nancy. Um, He's he's this super sweet, super pure dude. And then, like, I don't know. It was weird. It was off kilter. It was, I didn't like it. It just didn't fit, especially after Spy, uh, Silent Spy being so recent. Mm-hmm. And all of the character development we got with that, having this happen just, like, four games later, or, like, three games later, even. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's just it's... a complete turnaround, just... And as much as I love, as much as I hate me some Ned C, I love me some Ned. So yeah, it's it just, weird, and it's just awkward. I don't know. I don't like it. Um, that's part of my huge <laughs> issue. That's Sorry, my- reading all the side stuff. <laughs> chat. <sighs> so that's where we are, and that's how we that's feel. We what if we were going to, if we were going to pick a favorite writer, who would we pick? I guess I would pick Nick Blahunka, maybe. Yeah, I think most of my favorite games happen in his era, so I'm going to have to say Nick. Like, Nick don't get me some, wrong. He has uh, some, some of the worst games and some of the best games. Yeah, he's a real hit and miss dude. Um, Although, honestly, Anne Collins Ludwig is more hit and miss, because it's like... She I, had some really, really awesome ones. I terrible. fucking hate some of them. <laughs> it's like, mm-mm-mm, mm-mm, so, girl. I so, yeah. just say, you know, that's that's my takeaway from it. That those two have been some of the best stuff and some of the worst stuff. And everyone else yeah. has been pretty much in the middle. Um, because, oof. <laughs> oof. That same person who wrote, yeah. you know, Shadow Ranch and Crystal Skull wrote Ransom of the Seven Ships. Oof. And Man. Trail of the Twister. In all mm. fairness, again, that was at the very end of her reign. And so, it was I don't like, shit. I don't care anymore. Was like, happened. oh, we're gonna let Maybe you go, but like, we, but we contractually need you to put out two more. more. So is that like, what happened, or is it just that? Is honestly my, I, I kind of want to talk to writers now. I kind of want to interview. Like, writers. I kind of want to interview at least those those two, uh, yeah. Nick and and uh, Anne. Yeah, I kind of want to interview them. I kind of feel like reaching out to them. <laughs> I mean, you can. I, I might, I might, I might. This might happen, and I will let you know if that happens. 
even if it's just a, you know, a, a, a blog interview, right? Over writing. Like a very basic thing. I, I, I kind of want to interview them and find out what, what was going on process. with them. For, for those, those games. For those games, yeah, exactly. Because it's like, I don't know, there are certain games that are what? like, damn, are those are thinking? fucking hitting it. And then there are those games that it's like, what were you smoking, brother? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yes, I want to get them on the podcast. That would be lovely. Ideally, I would like to interview yeah. a couple of people. Yeah, I would um, love to interview some people. Um, yeah. I tried to reach out to um, little Jackalope and Tess, and yeah. I never got any response. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's fine. It was like that was that was a reach. That was a reach. That was there. a reach. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if reaching out to um, writers brought no results. I would imagine that there's a certain um, uh, I know one disclosed non NDA. Yeah, one certain writer had to sign an NDA, but then vague tweeted about things as well, which I might talk about after the after this episode. On the street, yeah, we might talk about it. some things. Um, but yes, so if you guys think that we're completely wrong and we picked the wrong writers to like, um, you're wrong, uh, objectively. <laughs> but <laughs> objectively, you're wrong. Objectively, those are bad I'll games. Um, anyway. But we love to hear from you anyway. We always love to hear from you guys. It always puts a smile on my face, at least. Um, yeah. See the smile. Okay, so <laughs> please let us know. Um, Keep going. You weirdo. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Don't pay attention to me. Oh, okay. Um, so please just hit us up on YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitter, Tumblr. The voices um, in my head. I don't know. We might be other places. I can't think of it right now. Twitch, actually. Just show up to one of our streams yeah. and just tell us we're wrong. <laughs> like, hey, I was bitches? listening to your podcast. I said, please don't call us bitches. Please yeah, start by might. saying, ladies, yeah. that's, that's how we'll know. I might, that's how we'll know you're serious. I might ban you for just calling me a bitch. Well, I don't know. Hammer. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's, that's honestly, we, we, ain't, we ain't give a shit. No. Um, <laughs> but yes, so do all of we that. We are completely wrong about the trailer of the Twister. So yeah, hit us up. And I am Risa. I am Ariana. I had... Drink in my mouth. She's Sister. finishing her drink. And we're the Chromeister sisters, and we're asking you guys to stay sleuthy. <laughs>